0: You're going to remember this every day for the rest of your life. If you want to get to a goal, if you want to get to your dream, you got to focus on all the little steps. You have to put in your time, you have to be patient, and you have to enjoy the process. Whatever you're doing now, whatever you want to be great at, whatever you want to be special at, I'm sure you you may be already be good at it, but to be extraordinary, you have to do extra. I firmly believe that we are all here for a very specific reason, to do something truly extraordinary. But what are you going to do to get there? Hey, welcome to the Megna Method podcast. And I am very excited today to get this podcast in. It is early in the morning. It's about 3.20 a.m. I'm running a bit behind. I have a client at 4 a.m. and I'm trying to knock this thing out. Trying to knock this thing out because I know I'm due for another podcast. People have been asking me questions online and this will be by myself. I will not have a guest. I'm rolling pretty good here because uh, I do have a, a couple espressos in my system. I gave up coffee for a while and now I am back on it and uh, this will be a long positive day and I'm, and I'm going to knock this out. Today's podcast is brought to you by dream big never quit apparel dream big never quit. If you don't know the story that story is my mother wrote me a letter in college with a quote on it. And it said, Dream big, never quit at the end. And it encouraged me to follow my dreams and never give up. And that's my battle cry to this day. I will continue to dream big, encourage people to dream big in my life, and never, ever, ever give up. You can buy that clothing at magnet.com M A R C M E G N A dot com. And t shirts, all colors, uh, hats, hoodies. All of those types of things you can wear them for casual, you can wear them for training, whatever you like. Okay, so going right into it, there's a few key points that I wanted to discuss. These are random thoughts, random key points, and I am gonna hit them uh, as hard as I can in the next 30 minutes. I'm gonna keep this short and sweet, and I will do my very best to keep it interesting, okay? Number one, character. Character is so important in this world. Character is incredibly important. I'm not insinuating that you must be perfect because I'm not perfect. You, But you do have to have high character. I'll give you a quick example. Do you know how many people in my business, uh, I run a training facility in Miami Beach, Florida called Anatomy at 1220, okay? I am a co-owner and I am in charge of hiring, firing and uh, educating. In assisting all the trainers, I brought in some really special people here. Uh, Daily, I have people that write me, uh, email me, I have people that approach me in the building who want to be trainers. I'm sure they're great trainers, but when I bring someone to this building, they have to have high character. How do I know? It's easy. I do reference checks, background checks. If there's a smidgen of something that's off, guess what? I don't hire them. Because I've worked my entire life to get where I am now. And I'm not about to let someone who's trying to find themselves ruin it for me or any of my partners or any of the good people I have on this team. It is what it is. Character is incredibly important. And sometimes I hire people and I think they do have high character. It turns out they don't. So if they don't have high character, they're going to feel very uncomfortable on this team. The team's going to build around them. And inevitably the team's going to spit them out. team will spit them out because they will not understand how to conduct themselves in a team culture number two empty your tank you only get a little time in this world so make the most of it I think you should honestly ask yourself I ask myself daily am I giving all I have if you are understand one thing That doesn't guarantee success, but it does give you a better shot at it. There's a reason people don't go all out. They're afraid. They're afraid because if they go all out and they fail, then it'll be a hard lesson and they'll realize maybe it wasn't for them. But you know what's special about going all out? You learn something through the process. You learn something about yourself failing is a part of it we all know this failing big is a part of it i failed many times i wish i could tell you that i was always successful but the truth is i failed over and over and over again am i okay with it absolutely not but i've learned some of the best lessons of my life through failing Uh, i'll give you an example i was drafted to play in the nfl i went to my first nfl team and after a long training camp, beginning of the season, I was cut. And it was an absolute nightmare. I went from being a hometown hero to someone that uh, failed miserably. The day I, guess I was cut, I cried. I felt sorry for myself. The very next day, I was picked up by another team. A team that I've always wanted to play for. And I was able to turn things around and actually play. So... Through that failure, I understood what opportunities I would have and, excuse me, appreciated what opportunities I would have and made the most of them. Failure is a part of the process, but you can only fail if you empty your tank and give everything you have, which means giving every ounce of energy in your body toward anything that's important to you. You have to give everything. What's your why? Now, I know this topic has been exhausted by ET. Eric Thomas, I am a fan of Eric Thomas. I think uh, very highly of him. Man, great. Many days I've come into the facility, I've listened to him speak, and he is just incredible. His energy, his fire, his drive, his story, I love it. Everyone needs to understand exactly what their why is. Here's why. If you can understand your why, that will help you. That will be a major asset, that will be a major push when things get really hard. When things get really hard, I mean, you're with your family, uh, you're having trouble paying bills or with when, when I was growing up, my mother was having trouble putting food on the table and she would cry every night and it was miserable and my why became, I am going to make things better for my mother and my family because someone has to do it. So, what did I do? I didn't even like sports. I thought that sports would be a way out and would be a catalyst to help me improve the situation for my life. So, every time I went into a weight room, I was on a track, I was on the football field, I would absolutely rather die than get caught not giving 100% effort. That's it. That was my why. And if someone was playing on the football field next to me and they had a privileged life and they didn't have to deal with any hardship, it was going to be very difficult for them to compete with me. Why? Because I took that hardship, I harnessed it, I turned it into controlled aggression, and then I laid it out on the field and then some. And I still do that to this day. My why is... Continuing daily to build upon my family name. And if people reference Mark Meghna, they understand that he's an honest, no-nonsense, hardworking individual who is fair, who is kind, who's gonna help people, and uh, enjoys communicating with good-hearted people. Social ability. I'm not talking about social skills. I'm talking about, as Brent, uh, Brett Bartholomew states, social agility. Not being the smartest guy in the room, you don't have to be the smartest guy in the room, but you must be great at reading the room. How do you gather info, and then how do you imply that info with the intent of bettering your communication skills? The ability to understand what's in front of you, and I talk about this all the time. The most important person in the situation the most important person in the relationship, talk, a conversation, life, uh, like I said, your relationship, family, a client is not you. It's the other person. Now, I do appreciate the people who say, you know what? I'm an incredibly selfish person. I don't care about other people. More power to you, man. I understand that. But I also understand you don't get any anything, excuse me, you don't get anywhere in this world By helping yourself and helping yourself only. Because there are no self-made men. You will need help. You probably have received help. Even if you're delusional and you think that you've never received help. You have. From the sidelines, maybe you don't know about it. But you have. So how do you take the energy off another person? How do you gain the ability to get good at reading a room social settings are good we need them they help us improve our social skills they help us understand ourselves so don't shy away from social opportunities and exercise social agility credit this is one of my favorite topics of all time credit shocks me how often or how many people rather are skittish or uh they 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 just don't want to give credit to another person I've never understood it I was raised by many different men because I didn't know my father I had brief experiences with my father at a very young age I remember very little and every man that contributed to my life my principal of my high school Vincent Fitzgerald my high school football coach Many of my college coaches, including Jim Reed, Jeff Hansen, Joe Cullen, Frank Leonard, uh, my N- the NFL coaches, uh, my mentors today, uh, people like Randy Frankel, all these individuals uh, taught me don't worry about giving credit to others. I rush to credit other people. I'm not afraid to do it. And it, it, it's so apparent everywhere. When I was in college... At the University of Richmond, they would talk about a sack record, and everyone said it wouldn't fall. And when I started to get close to breaking that sack record, people started to actually pay attention. When I would get a sack, they would say, oh, that's not a good sack, or that's not an official sack, even if the ref said it was. I was thinking, what does that mean? Why are people doing that? Because they were afraid that things would change. They didn't want to give credit to another person, because that would take the spotlight off them. Interesting analogy lighting someone else's candle will not put out your candle. Don't be afraid to give the credit. I see it on social media. I credit everyone in the world. This person did a great job with this. This person's doing a great job with this. Uh, Wow, they did a great job. I'm so happy for this person. Way to go. You're like, that was incredible. And it was, it's not bullshit. It was incredible. But here's the thing very few people give it back. I, I don't understand why they're so afraid to share acknowledgement in the world. They are, they really are, because they feel that that's gonna take the spotlight off them. It's interesting. you know. Praising others is a skill. It's a skill that insecure people don't have. I mean, I could go all day with praising the people on my team. There's some really special people here, from the front office to the trainers, Every single person on, on the team has a serious, serious skill set. And I could praise them. I could praise them all day on social media. I could praise them in meetings. You know, it's it's not a big love fest. What it is is appreciating someone else's assets and strong suits. If they make a mistake, of course, I'll let them know. They'll let me know. But at the same time, When you're a leader and you're in a position of power, you have to give praise. You have to give credit. You have to motivate people by acknowledging what they do well. It's my job to highlight what they don't do well and not berate them or belittle them. But my job is to educate and help them improve upon that situation. If I'm going to call them on the negative stuff, I better praise them on the good stuff. There's so many people out there that say, this person doesn't do this. This person doesn't do well. Uh, You know, they think negatively about other people. But when that person does something well, they're completely silent. That's bullshit, man. Acknowledge other people. Give credit where credit is due. And the world will be a better place. So we're doing team building for training. And uh, someone actually messaged me this morning and they said, you know, Mark, um, that's great you're doing the, the, the team building. And here's what I'll tell you about the team building. The reason I initiated team building, because I, when I was at the University of Richmond, uh, the strength conditioning staff used to train together. And I talked to a bunch of strength coaches, and they said when the staff trains together, it builds camaraderie, they bond. It's just a great thing to do. There's so many wonderful things that come from it, including they coach each other, they learn from each other, they learn their queuing skills, etc. cetera. And listen, like, like I said, the camaraderie is incredible. The energy is incredible. People are hitting PRs, and it's fun. People messaged me this morning, they said, Hey, Mark, we're doing team training. Some of our members were doing team training, and I was like, that's great. I love it. That's what we're here for, to make the world a better place and to do it together. It's like a fist, right? You make a fist with one finger closed, that fist isn't very powerful. You put all, close your entire fist with all your fingers, you're going to have a hell of a punch. Many is better than one. That's just the way it goes. But you know why team building is so special when we do it is because we work 18 hour days 16 hour days those days are long so when we spend time together that's a luxury that's something that we do that we don't get to do very often so when we train yes we have fun with it but it's serious we're working toward a goal and that's better health that's better unity that's a better bond that's better teamwork So I encourage team training. If you're a business owner, do team activities. Do them often. Um, Logistically, our team didn't really wanna do it. I said it was gonna be impossible for everyone to get together on the same time clock, but you know what, we made it work. It's going great, and uh, I'm so proud of everyone. Okay, next. I know this sounds simple, but it's not. Don't be a know-it-all. Treat everyone like they're an expert give everyone the proper respect I'll explain many years ago I was at a dinner with my wife and she invited some friends one of the friends had a husband the husband was a financial guy we sat down with another financial guy who was a friend of mine who was very very successful in the financial world so this young man who just started in the business basically started to school everyone on the market and trades and investments. I don't know if he was wrong or right. That didn't matter. But the way the information was delivered was that he knew everything about the financial markets. And correct me if I'm wrong. If he knows everything about the markets and he was a genius, he'd probably be retired or he'd be a billionaire. He wasn't retired. He wasn't a billionaire. In fact, um, he was just trying to make it. So... When he found out who the senior person was, who was sitting down with us, he felt like a horse's ass. He felt like a horse's ass because he was acting like he knew everything. The takeaway, be humble. Understand that there are other people that are smarter than you. Someone may know more than you. It's very possible. And if they do, or if they don't, that doesn't even matter. Treat everyone with respect. Why? Because you could end up like a horse's ass and put your foot in in your mouth when you're around someone who really, really knows what they're talking about. And that's embarrassing. This is one of my favorites. Set an example. Set an example for the people that are coming behind you. Why? Because it really is your job to leave this world in a better place. Once again, I understand perfectly that these are all my beliefs. You don't have to leave the world a better place. But someone helped you. Someone wanted to, someone cared enough to help you to put you in a position to be successful. Why wouldn't you do the same for the people coming behind you? Set an example. The greatest moment of my professional career was not on the football field. The greatest moment of my professional career was many years after my football and playing career was over a young man came up to me and he said thank you i looked right at him and i said why he said because i know how to do it i said know how to do what he said i know how to achieve my dreams because i watched you do it that was without a doubt the greatest compliment i've ever received The only reason I tortured myself every morning with weights, with running, with sprinting, with conditioning, and I do those things to this day, is because I want people to look at me and go, hell, if Mark can do it, because I am not a gifted person, I say it all the time, I'm certainly not the smartest guy in the room. I'm not very strong. I'm not fast. Matter of fact, Grant Whedens, uh, one of the outstanding trainers on our team here, asked me yesterday, what exercise do you think you're good at? My reply was, that's a hard question to answer to be quite honest grant i don't think i'm very good at anything and then i caught myself i said oh i'm good at one thing he said what i said not stopping i'm good at not giving up the reason why i do all those things to this day is so people can look at me and say well if mark can do it i can do it and that's my goal i want everyone to think that they can do it as long as they put in the work let me say that again. I want everyone to think and know that they can do it as long as they put in the work. That's why I do all this, to set an example for others around me. That's the most important thing in life. Okay, I want to read something quickly. And this is how I'm going to close out the show. I came upon this uh, a few days ago, and I thought this was terrific. And... um I think that you'll appreciate this. And we'll close out this podcast and uh, I'll send you on your way. So, this is uh, entitled, um, Be, I think it's called, it says, Be an Encourager. And I'm going to check this right now for you. And then I, I, I want to hear your thoughts and, and what your takeaways are. Okay, so, entitled, once again, Be an Encourager. It is far more effective to be a person who encourages. Excuse me. It is far more effective to be a person who encourages others than it is to spend time uh, finding faults, criticizing, or judging people. Not only will you feel better about yourself as a result of being a force for good, you will be making a positive difference in people's lives. Refuse to put people down, refuse to judge those who aren't exactly like you, refuse to do to others what you wouldn't like done to you. Remember that everyone lives their lives in a way that reflects what they've learned from their life experience. Not everyone thinks the same. Not everyone knows what you know. Not everyone has the same level of awareness. Help people live their lives in a positive way by encouraging more of what you'd like to see in this world. Lift people up. Raise people's spirits. Make friends, not enemies. Help educate people by being a good example. Be kind. Be encouraging. Be honest. Be tolerant. Inspire others to live with integrity. Lead by example. That's all I have for you today. I know that was a hard 20-25 minutes there, but thank you for tuning in. I'm going to have a couple guests on next week, and I promise to give you the very best show possible if you have any questions you can email me text me you can email me at uh, mark magna at anatomy at 1220.com or you can hit me up on social media at mark magna. that's my handle for everything instagram facebook and twitter have an amazing day live life till the fullest and don't ever forget dream big never quit i'm out